To go beyond the mind and reconnect with a deeper reality of being, very different qualities are needed. Surrender, non-judgment, an openness that allows life to be instead of resisting it, the capacity to hold all things in the loving embrace of your knowing. This is by The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle. You are listening to Elevated You Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Gonzalez, a 27-year-old New York City transplant who's fascinated by all great gifts life has to offer and inspired daily by creativity, authenticity, acts of kindness, and generosity. I am a full-time cybersecurity technology entrepreneur, and I spend most of my time building great things from the ground up. Here at Elevated You, we are sharing powerful real-life conversations, ideas, and journeys of healing, transformation, resilience, self-growth, self-love, mental fortitude, and self-exploration. Get ready to seize your destiny and experience what it truly looks like to live the fullest of life where our actions reflect true confidence, courage, and compassion to face life's challenges beyond borders and beyond fears. Hey everybody, happy 2020. Is it still like that in terms of feeling of excitement about 2020? It has been two months since the beginning of 2020 and so this is a check-in. How are you doing? How is the first almost 60 days of the year for you? We spoke a lot about self-acceptance last time, so How are you doing on that journey of looking within you, accepting yourself? How are you challenging yourself each day in this 2020 world to believe in yourself even more, to be content with yourself and to accept yourself fully so that the world will accept you as you are with no reservations, no how do I say this? No filter <laughs> on, but just as you are. How are you doing with that? How have you challenged yourself so far in terms of when things and situations and circumstance really call for you to accept yourself and walk in a situation knowing who you are, accepting who you are without any pretension and with confidence? Have there been any situation in your life where your self-belief have been challenged and people doubted your own strength and your talent and skills that you know of yourself how did you respond to that i'm just simply checking in and i hope that you use this time to really reflect on how has the 60 days been for you for yourself for your life for the people around you how have you treated others how have you taken other people's responses in your life and how have you been doing in terms of just accepting yourself fully in a way that when people question your abilities 
What label do you attach to that? What meaning do you attach to that? Is it, do you go back to hiding self-doubt or do you go back to those self-limiting beliefs that you already have? Or do you come out of it knowing who you really are and thriving despite of the situation, despite the situation that you're in and just keeping, keeping it going? So I do hope that you are running resting, living your life so full that what I'm talking about is simply just a reminder or a reinforcement. But I do hope that we are at a place, in a place together of accountability. That's why I really urge you to join Elevated You Family Facebook group. It is such a good community safe space to be in where there are people who join this group that really just want to be a part of something that is so honest, raw, real, where we can all share how we feel with no filters on, with no nothing to prove to everybody that our life is better than their than theirs. Because we all have struggles. We help we all have things that we need to work on in our lives and we need we need a community to reinforce some of the, the the beliefs that we we have that we know are true, but we need some reminders that it is really true that we are worth that we are worthy of love and belonging and a safe space to just belong. <laughs> and so yes, please do join. It's called Elevated You Family on Facebook. So I can't wait for you to join it. I will be monitoring you if you join. So I'll be happy (laughs) if you join because I really want to build this community up. It hasn't been really that active because I want people to come. So I'm going to really plan out what to how to inspire everybody to share something that is raw, possibly vulnerable, that they're feeling that weak, or something, just so everyone could be. It's a it's a place where you can ask questions freely about your feelings, and you can even talk about frustrations, disappointments, and you will have people, I will be there, I will be there to encourage you and send you possibly maybe a voice message or a video message of just a words of love and encouragement. So that's what I want. So please do join. And if you do join, please be active (laughs) and share it. This podcast episode, it is going to be about checking in, not just on you, obviously, but checking on my own life spilling it out in public. Let me ask you this. What is your level of happiness at this point in life? What are the areas in your life that you're really, really happy about? And what are the areas of your life that you're sad about? What's the, what separates people? You know, those people who are really happy and those people who are really sad. You know, we can have the same things in life but we could potentially interpret it differently and we the other person could come out extremely happy and the other person could come out extremely stressed and depressed by having the same things, the same situation in life. And what does that tell us? It tells us that our situation, 
things that happen in our lives, we as human beings, as an individual, have complete control on how we think of the situation, how we interpret the situation, how our brains and thought process interpret it. We are 55 days in to this new year, and I want to come and check in within myself what's going on, what have I been learning this past 55 days, and uh, there has been a lot. I want to incorporate the vulnerability, the rawness of the things that I'm learning and share it with you in the hopes that this will really empower us, all of us. It will put us in a, an accountable place so that we are on our way, on, we're staying on that path and that journey to thrive in our lives, in all areas of our lives, not just in one aspect, but in all areas, such as our career, our relationships, our health, our wealth, our spiritual life. So here we go. Let's get started. Here's Aristotle on his take on ethics. He says, man is a goal-seeking animal. His life only has meaning if he is reaching out and striving for his goals. First, have a definite, clear, practical ideal, a goal, an objective. Second, have the necessary means to achieve your ends, wisdom, money, materials, and methods. Third, adjust all your means to that end. Alrighty, I, there's so much into that quote by Aristotle, but I wanted to share it because it sort of, it consummates pretty much what I want to talk about. The question that I have been asking myself to always reposition myself and realign my visions, my dreams, my desires to where what I want to do is what is consuming me? What's the driving force? What's rekindling the fire inside of me this year? And not just this year, but for this season in my life right now, where I am, the things in this specific circumstance that I am in. And I think it's very, very important to ask those questions because it helps us to realign our focus and reset our goals. It's, it's not, it's so easy to get misaligned, to get misdirected. And also our focus today is very short span that we get so confused about where do we start? What do we do? And I've started, but I'm in the middle of it, but I don't know where to go now. So I always ask myself, one, what's the intention, right? Why am I doing the things that I'm doing? But what's consuming me? What is consuming me? What's, what's driving me to do this? It is so important. One of the big lessons that I've learned is to keep asking that question because we could easily get lost in the midst of what we're trying to do and I think that Aristotle put it so beautifully. Our life only has meaning if we are reaching out and striving for those goals, whatever that looks like. And uh, one of the big things, big questions that I got this month actually is how do I know? It, someone came to me and said, I don't know 
if I have a goal. I feel like I've lost in life or there's no more reason for me to keep going. And it is so difficult for me to come in and give an answer right away. I had to really dig deeper as to what is going on with this person. If we are goal-seeking animals and our life only has meaning if we are reaching out and striving for our goals, if that's gone, it's a little bit hard to continue to live right because there's another aspect to to that and that's happiness as aristotle would say happiness does not lie in amusement it would be strange if one were to take trouble and suffer hardship all one's life in order to amuse itself everything that we're trying to pursue in life yes the goals that we're trying to do the visions that we're trying to come to life are all because in pursuit of happiness we are unhappy because we some there's a sense of loss and something that we possibly are striving for that we didn't get possibly rejection expectations unmet expectations cause us to be unhappy and that's why it is so important to realign ourselves, refocus ourselves. And the main question I ask my, the, that friend of mine is, what is causing you to feel this way? And started digging deeper into what is causing you to feel a sense of loss. And sometimes it's really... A matter of shifting focus and shifting perspective because it's wanting something and not being able to get it or losing something that we potentially loved and cherish that causes us to be unhappy but it, but then again are we zoomed in really really close to that picture that that's the only sight we see and because of that it's hard to see the big picture of our existence and that causes us to be unhappy and so today I want to talk about those moments of how did I shift my perspective how did I shift my perspective from a sense of loss even for myself and hearing it from my friend and going through that process and saying, wow, my focus has been so off because a lot of great things could happen in our lives, but because of that sense of loss that we have, that we lost something, we could really fail to see all the glorious things that are happening. Think about this. In prospect theory, they talk about loss aversion. And with loss aversion, the main principle is that we, as people, tend to give losses more weight than gains. And what that says is that because we tend to focus on how much we've lost and not on how much we've gained, we hurt so much. We feel the pain so much more. The suffering is so much more. Such as, let's say you lost 100 bucks. And if you gain like 10 bucks, 
the day before. The 10 bucks will give you an oomph, but losing 100 bucks will potentially, you will think about it. You know, losing that 100 bucks is something that you don't really want to happen in your life, right? But that 10 bucks of a gain is now not amplified because what's amplified in our lives is the loss of the hundred bucks. And think about this as an example in your life, in the things that are going on for you. Let's say you want badly, badly wanted a race in your job, but you got a promotion of a title instead, or the opposite. You got you got a raise, but then you didn't get the promotion or the title that you wanted for yourself. Uh, it's so easy to focus on one over the other, especially the loss. But isn't our lives much, 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 much better when we focus on the great things that are happening in our lives and not let the losses rule the way we live, the way we pursue certain things, such as our visions and dreams and our desires, because the loss already happened and we know it. The thing that we can control in our lives right now is to amplify those great things and stay on our path, have a definite, clear, practical ideal, a goal or an objective, a desire, vision, go after that dream. And second, have the necessary means to achieve those dreams and those desires and those visions. No matter how much we lose and we lost, such as our expectations, our unmet, whatever it is that we thought we, we wanted, we need to have necessary means to achieve our goals, our objectives, our pra practical dreams and visions. And that means that we need to invest more on learning, really crafting our craft, becoming wise, find ways to find the the necessary means, such as money, having the materials to do what we truly wanted to do, and then figuring out the how. What's the method to get there? And then adjusting all of that so then we can get to where we want to be. Remember that people naturally tend to focus on the losses, then the gains. And that's what I told my friend, is maybe if you shift your focus just a little bit, you will find meaning to your life right now. Because it's so easy to say that I don't want to pursue what I'm doing now or I feel so empty because of something I've lost before. It's so easy to focus on that, but we already know that that is not going to do anything good in our lives. <laughs> and the only way we can help ourselves is we if we help bring out all those empowering thoughts to our lives. Another big thing that I'm learning is everything in life doesn't really have a meaning. Everything that happens in our lives doesn't have any meaning attached to it. The only meaning that we attach to the things that are happening in our lives are our own self-made meaning. 
the labels that we create to a certain instance. We could have the same thing happening in our lives with the same people going through the same thing, whether it's a loss of something, but we could come out of it differently because of how we viewed the loss, how we attach something to an experience. And remind yourself that when you are leaning towards a disempowering thought in your life or when you're labeling something that isn't as helpful for you to move forward and to reach your visions and dreams. There is a reality that we have to accept and we it's set forth in our lives and it is important to readjust and realign, like I said, and be realistic to what's happening but again the feelings of attachment the things that we when we label our experiences with the feeling attached to it is very important I'm not saying I'm not telling you to be unrealistic but it's the feelings of attachment that is that says everything on how we would label the the next experiences that we are going to go through in life if they're the same thing, similar. Remember, we sort of go through this similar things in our lives with different people, different experiences, and subconsciously, the feelings of attachment, the labels that we've attached to a certain situation, it's so fast we don't even have to think sometimes when we meet new people, we're like, oh, I kind of know this person. I already don't want them. You know, because we, our minds, our subconscious minds, didn't give our conscious minds the time to think. And so there is a chance for all of us to pay attention on how we label things. As Aristotle would say it, excellence is an art won by training and habituation. We do not act rightly because we have virtue of excellence, but we rather have those because we have acted rightly. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. In tying it back to labels and feelings of attachment, think about those moments that make you feel small, whether it's a social gathering or if someone of a, char- a specific character puts you in a place of cowardice instead of confidence and courage. Think about those situations because subconsciously you've already attached those feelings and emotions that this is how you should feel yourself about a certain circumstance and again what are you focusing on try to practice to as an habit train yourself to attach feelings of empowerment instead instead of disempowering beliefs about yourself and that's where self-acceptance comes in and this will really help you to thrive when you create habits that will put you in a position of empowerment, compassion, and love towards others, but to yourself as a start. So think about those challenging moments in your life. Think about conflicts that you've been in, how you've handled yourself. Think about stressful moments. And 
I, at the beginning of 2020, I was definitely stressed for several reasons. And I realized that I'm making myself stressed even more. The situation could be stressful, but it's how I attach my feelings and how I pull myself down because of the stress. But again, it's the focus. It's how I focus. So I shifted my focus. And I thought about those moments when I was really, really stressed. And I'm so grateful that I had a friend. I have a friend that I went to to the city and sort of like just told everything that is going on that I thought was wrong in my life and the losses that I have and the things that I don't have and the people that I work with and all these things. And I realized just looking back to it, all those things are self-created. I made myself feel that way and I failed to see the bigger picture. I failed to see, to see the glorious things that are happening in my life. I failed to see where I was way, way back, nine years ago, when I first came from the United States, I failed to see that person who was so vision-oriented. And that person back in 20, 2009, or 2010, when I first came here, September 2010, will greatly be so grateful for the person I am today. But in the beginning of 2020, I was so bugged down and I put myself in a position of a loss. I felt like I've lost something and people have done me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There are practical things that I could say in reality, these are the things that happened. But I can also view it as what are the great things that actually happened because of that loss? because of that sense of loss that I put a thought to myself. And I realized that it's so much lighter if I don't let the stressors in life stress me. And I realize also that there's so much courage once I just decide to go through it, no matter what. <laughs> and my fears are all gone, they're out the window. And the feelings of attachment that I've attached to myself is a courageous one, a one that is a warrior. But that person who's also grounded in gratitude and in humility and in kindness and in love, that have so much to give and I fail to see everything that I have so much to give because of I amplified that sense of loss in my life or I don't have that or naturally I'm a competitive person. I've told you this so many times and I would want to win everything and a sense of that small loss to me is so big because subconsciously that's how I train myself. All I want is to win and if I don't win, that, that experience is completely eliminated in my life and when I see certain situations where, uh-oh, calculating already I'm not gonna win on this one I try to avoid it and that's not how I live my life anymore I don't live my life in that kind of state of fear because subconsciously I'm retraining myself to think better I'm retraining myself to think empowering thoughts whenever situation challenge me whenever a circumstance calls for me to to walk right through this tunnel 
with so much grace, courage, gratitude, and just no fear, leaving the fears behind and just walking through it to experience all of it, what this tunnel has to offer in my life. As Aristotle would say, bad people are in conflict with themselves. They desire one thing and will another, like the incontinent who choose harmful pleasures instead of what they themselves believe to be good. So knowing who you really are, what you truly want in life is very important. That goes back to my friend asking me a question. I really don't know now what I'm doing. I really want to make people happy, but there's just no purpose for me to go on. We have to truly know. We have to dedicate a moment to, f- to think back and to look forward and to understand our present moment and see, why am I here? Why am I doing the things that I'm doing right now? What is my goal and what is my vision? What are, what are my dreams? That's a great start. Sometimes we have to refocus how we're seeing our world at the moment and look at what's going on in our lives because it's so easy to not be honest with ourselves. And that's one of the biggest lesson lesson for me this 2020 is being honest with myself, being, being honest with how I tell my story and accepting the fact that I do want something. So it's understanding what do I want in life? A relationship, a real relationship. That's what I want. I want to be able to be given the opportunity to grow with someone, to potentially raise a family with someone. And that's, in 2020, I realized that that's one thing that I haven't really been honest with myself. Whenever people would tell me all these crazy things that happened in marriage and relationships and the things that have a lifespan of 10 years, I was easily swayed by And so I was focused on this false notion about other people's narratives of what relationships are and how horrible it could be. And it's really cutting right through inside of me. The more I become honest with myself, the easier it is for me to see the things that are happening in my life. The easier it is for me to let go the easier it is for me to move on, move forward, knowing what my vision is. And so be honest with yourself. I've always envisioned myself that I can start a world, a world that is filled with love and have the capability to do it. And I've always believed that it starts in the small space, in a very small space in my own home. And that I can be given an opportunity to live that way. To have a relationship with someone that is so pure. That someone can truly love me for who I am, what I am, my craziness. And someone I can grow with in life. It's okay to dream and to have strong desires inside of you. Because those desires are placed in your heart for a reason. A lot of the people around us could potentially break those desires down with, without us even 
talking about it out loud and it could potentially persuade us to think differently honesty within yourself is super super important because it allows you to be honest with the goals and the visions and the methods and the wisdom that you occur throughout this process of you trying to get to where you want to be with the desires that are happening and coming to life as you go forth in this process with honesty, with courage, with confidence, with attaching labels that are very empowering for you. Lastly, I want to talk about my spiritual life and it's something that I am coming back to. I am working on being more connected with in 2015, end of 2015, one of the reasons why, the big reason why I wanted, why I left my relationship, it's a long-term relationship, it was a five-year relationship. One of the reasons why I decided to end it was because at that time, the reason I used was I wanted to rekindle my relationship with God. <laughs> but the problem was, Instead of me rekindling that relationship with God or a higher being, however you call it, I ended up straying so far away from it. I, when I started the business, I definitely completely got, I got lost when it comes to my spiritual life and something that I didn't pay attention to. And that's the reason why I started this podcast in the first place, because again, if you're succeeding in one area of your life and not the rest, then you've failed and that's how I view it because we are meant to live elevated lives lives that is full filled but a full filled life it means that you are filled in all areas of your life not just one not just your career or your health or your wealth your relationships your relationship within yourself and your spiritual life is equally as important when I think about spirituality I think about faith I think about my own faith. What do I believe in? Do I believe in myself? That's important. It's important to believe in myself. But there's also things that outside of my control, such as grace, things I didn't do anything to earn, to experience, to live. And there's favor. There's blessings that I didn't do anything about. But I got anyways and that's definitely completely outside of me so believing in myself is super important I have to know who I am I have to know what my desires are what the desires that are placed in my heart are and how do I attack those but it's also equally important to find a connection outside of us whether it's mother earth whether it's a higher being because it allows us to be grounded in humility. That it is really not only through us that we're here, that we're capable to go after things. It's not just really through us. And I've lived a life that is completely on the opposite extreme of things, which is Christianity and being confined in that space. I wouldn't say that it didn't have the reason why I'm calling it ex extreme is because it had affected me negatively, but it also had affected me supersedingly in a way that it was good. And one of the good things that Christianity taught me is to learn and to experience peace 
this inner peace when everything around you is crazy, stormy. And that, that's what it taught me. It taught me to be grateful, naturally to be grateful, because it's not only through my own strength and it's not only through me that things are happening in my life, that all these favors, that all these blessings, that all these grace that I'm experiencing, things I didn't do anything to earn, is happening in my life. And if I look back, I can point out so many things. And even the reason why I'm here today, how I started the business, the technology business, is all through grace and favor. And it's also because deep down, I believed in myself. And deep down, I had dreamed ever since I was a child that I wanted to do something big in my life outside of me. Spirituality is so very important to keep us grounded, to allow us to be grateful and to attract so many good things happening in our lives, but it also help us to face the storms, to go through it without any hesitancy, because we know we're not the only one going through it. And everything in our lives is designed for a reason and purpose, and that we have a purpose in this earth to reframing your mindset and how you see yourself and how you see your own strength. I've experienced both. I've experienced not really focusing on my spiritual life and kind of going after things using my own strength and attributing all the successes to my own self. And it's definitely not good in a way that it wasn't empowering it was definitely very tiring. And I don't want you to live such tiring lives at the end of the day or the end of all your successes that you enjoy it on your own. It's so sad to be living life like that because we fail to acknowledge the grace and the favor and the blessings that are happening in our lives by Aristotle again, that the life of money-making is one undertaken under compulsion and wealth is evidently not the good we are seeking, for it is merely useful and for the sake of something else. And it's true. If wealth is the only thing that we are targeting in life, we will be unhappy. If we just truly wanna just make money, we will be unhappy because it merely is useful. Having wealth and having the money is useful. And it's for the sake of something else, it allows us, It's. It is what allows us to experience great things, to have good health, to eat quality food, to experience and travel and experience multiple cultures. Money does that, wealth does that, but the life of money making is one undertaken under compulsion and wealth is evidently not the good we are seeking. That's not what we're seeking. The power is in my hands to really frame the way I think the way I feel, to things that are happening in my life, and I have the power. And I hope that as we make mistakes, we learn from it, we can look back at it, and that the very reason why we're unhappy is because of the labels that we attach to what happens and the focus, where we focus our attention to. We focus on the lost, not how much we've gained. And so, I hope that the next time there are reasons to be unhappy, that you focus on reasons to be happy 
This is a super long podcast, but I do hope that you got something out of this one. It reaches you in ways that I've never reached you before. And if you have anything else in mind, anything at all, please, please join Elevated You Family. I would be happy for you to come join a community that doesn't have any angst or trying to prove to everyone that their lives is better than yours you will feel like family because that's what we want to do and thank you so so much for tuning in on this podcast if you have any feedback please let me know i'll be happy for you to hear from you really follow me on instagram it's jessica dreams j-e-s-s-c-a dreams Thank you again so much for listening to Elevated You. And if you like this, if you know anyone who could probably benefit from hearing me talk and share some vulnerable things about my life and the things I'm learning in 2020, please share. (laughs) And once again, breathe, okay? Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Goodbye. So why did I start this podcast in the first place? And this is something that I ask myself every time. And I remember when I asked my sister, I told her, hey, what's a good first episode for my podcast? And she's always right. She's always so right. I love my sister very much. And she said to me, start with your passion to share. And at that time, you know, I'm on 10 episodes now and I'm I'm realizing what she said to me. And at first, I didn't really understood it. I didn't understand what she was trying to tell me because she was like, start with your passion to share. And sister knows me so well because I didn't even notice that about most myself. But I do. I love sharing. And that's the reason why I started this podcast in the first place because I'm so passionate about sharing. And even with my IG stories and my Facebook stories, I always just share things that there's always a meaning behind every post and it's it's really trying to share something with people something that i learned something that i have reflected on even simple as making bone broth (laughs) i love sharing with people when i find out it's something that's like you know if i'm going to do this if this is helpful for me i want to tell everybody and that's a character of mine very very I would say, I don't know if I'm going to categorize that as generous in a way, but it's the same in my own personal life. I always want to share and it could be tangible things or non-tangible things. And and I hope that that translates in this podcast, my passion to share, but I want it to be effective. I want to be able to be a platform, a place where people come to to learn, to remind themselves about things that they've forgotten, to rediscover things about themselves that perhaps they've forgotten 
to really look within. I want to inspire people to look within themselves and to really have the mindset of a conqueror, of a warrior, a person that doesn't back down and or when they do they get back up to fight and to win the fight and to thrive in life and that's the army I want to build and that's the family I want to build on and here we are at Elevated You Family. My hope for 2020 is that I get to really be more transparent, more vulnerable. I do hope to bring on people who have done it, people who are truly successful in their lives right now in all areas of life. I'm not just talking about career, but when I think about success and when I I dream about success for my life, I really look at success in all areas of life because if you're successful in one area in your life, I think that you failed because you failed in other areas of your life. The original name of this podcast is Living the Full Life and Elevated You is all about living full, living a fulfilled life and that means that you shouldn't just be thriving in your career and I'm calling you out on that you should be thriving in all areas of your life such as your health your spiritual life your relationship within yourself your relationship with your families your friends so yes here we are I am looking to add value that is the central focus of why I started the podcast is as I share as I passionately share the things I'm learning in my life and I realize that this platform is something that I could use to spread the word not just my own story but other people's as well so throughout 2020 I'm gonna bring on people who I know that are thriving in their lives and I'm gonna try to fully understand them so we can share it with you guys but also me adding value to you to your life in a way that is very transformative the way you see the world the way you live your life the way you perceive things is very important so that being said i want to be vulnerable like i said and I realized that, yes, what if I'm not bringing those people in right now through an interview? What can I do? What can I do to make this more effective? And one of the things is just share with you constantly the struggles that I am facing in life and what am I doing with them? What am I doing with them actively as I progress in life? And one, I truly believe that life is about progression we have to progress in order for us to grow. Otherwise, if we're not moving, we're stuck and there's no growth when we're stuck and we're not experiencing new things. We're just the same. And that could potentially be a source of unhappiness in our lives. 